Alright. Welcome to this week's podcast with Jen, who's just smashed any on the table. Not on purpose or anything, you're just a little bit clumsy. Yeah, this table's got a metal bit underneath it, and uh, I often hit my knee on it. You do? Have seen the chair, the arms of the chair? <laughs> yeah, it's been very scratched by the metal. Absolutely destroyed. <laughs> I feel like we've not got any exciting news this week. Here we are. Have we? Um, no. Reggie's, Reggie's. If you can hear Reggie in the background, he's also disappointed that there's no exciting news this week. <laughs> oh, man. Absolutely devastated. No, no, no nos. Why has he just woke up? Do you think it's because you've just shut a door? Possibly. He probably thinks we've gone out. I reckon 95% of our podcasts are, why has Reggie just woke up? Because <laughs> we've done something, just anything. So what's the number we're starting with on darts this week? Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. What was it we did last week? I think we tried to get it to the podcast uh, oh, yeah. number. We shan't do that again because the table's in the way this week. I've just got on your laptop. I don't want to throw darts at it. No. <laughs> I guarantee Phil, that would happen. I'd throw a dart, it'll bounce off and smash that screen. <laughs> Phil has been waiting. Phil's laptop has quite literally been on the blink for months. Basically, Phil's had um, a desktop laptop for a while because he can't not have it plugged in. And then it just randomly started going off all the time. Yeah, the other morning I was doing my uh, little bit of stretching, my pliability routine, and it got about 15 minutes in, and the routine that I was following, the lap just went off, and I was like, oh, wow, that's annoying, isn't it? <laughs> Didn't know that I was halfway through a pigeon pose. I love pigeon. Well, I do, but not when I have to come out of it, put my laptop back on again, and then start oh, again. double pigeon. It wasn't double pigeon, no. I love double pigeon. What do you think to pigeon pie? She'll never taste it. Okay. Uh, I feel like that's equivalent to eating rats in my head. Wow, interesting. And would you eat a rat? Um, if it had been like properly like cooked and stuff, yeah, why not? I'll give it a go. That's just rat. I mean, before people ate chicken, they'd be like, oh, no, I'm not eating that. I mean, think my, the one I always think of is milk. Imagine before milk someone went, see that big thing over there in that field? Would you pull on its thing and drink what comes out of it? You'd be like, no, not a chance, that's weird. Now, put it on my Cocoa Pops. Oh, Cocoa Pops, we've not had them in a while. Not, they're good, aren't they? Love a Cocoa Pop. I love more than one, not gonna lie. <laughs> Never one a singular. singular Cocoa Pop. Many Cocoa Pops. Although, having Cocoa Pops is at cop. <laughs> Sorry. No, I've said that. I have, to, I have to rate this as. Uh, what is it I have to rate it as? <laughs> Explicit. Explicit, because Jen's just said cocks. <laughs> Cocoa Pops. I am. Um... One way to start it. <laughs> I was going to say, Cocoa Pops are like a race against time for me because yeah. I can't abide soggy cereal and Cocoa Pops have a very, 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 very short time period before they get soggy. So it is not a mindful eating experience for me. If I eat Cocoa Pops, it is quite literally a how quick can I get this in my mouth before it's soggy and I can't eat it. Have you seen those cereal uh, cups that you can get. Uh, cups? Well, yeah, it's got like a straw in it, and like you suck it out, and what it does is it takes the dry cereal and a little bit of milk, so like you're getting like both at the same time. So it's not like in it, they're in two separate oh. compartments, and you take it both at the same time. A dry time. cereal with up a straw? Yeah. And maybe it's no, it's not like a straw you suck from, you like lift it, and it's got like a. So uh. it's like drinking from a cup, but it's got a lid on it. Oh. And it, it takes both out at the same time because they're in different compartments. Well, you know how I feel about drinking from bowls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's teetering You've on a similar idea. Far too many rules for you. You're going pops. off the camera. That's all right, Jen. It's all about you. No. It is. You can't go off the camera. I set well, it up nice. The chair hasn't moved, so I don't know how that's happened. I don't like it when we put too many medias in. It confuses me. 
Too what? many things to think about. Too many things. Too many, many things. Yeah, exactly that. We need that cameras in here. We need those cameras in here. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> we did say we were going to start a singing segment for you. A segment for you? No, sing, a singing segment for you. Oh, we're going <laughs> to start a singing segment. I thought we were going to start singing the words, segment for you. Just like... <laughs> Like singer. a flower. Yeah, that's what I was going for. <laughs> See, I am a good singer. I knew what Segment song. for you. Yeah. <laughs> you need less cameras. <laughs> There's too many mics. <laughs> so take one down. See, this is going so well. Just use the speaker laptop. Other way around. I think the tune got lost in that bit. A little bit. I like I like that that's when you think the tune got lost. <laughs> I think anyway, it's going well up until that part. Episode. Point. Oh, we should have done something different with it. One to one. One to one. It should have been an episode about coaching. <laughs> yeah. Why is episode one to one not about coaching? What are we doing? What are we playing at? Uh, we just did oh. about PCOS and said, oh, controversial. Is it PCOS? No, it's PCOS. Well, that's what I thought because it's an acronym. Isn't because. It? Because. Because. So basically, what we do every week. Open and honesty. If we ever get any questions in our DMs, we just turn them into podcast episodes because we think, well, you might like listening to it, to be honest. That's li- literally it. Um, and someone messaged the other day and asked if we had any podcast episodes about uh, PCOS, and Jen said, no, but we will next week. <laughs> so here we are. Yes. Um, so it's P- one that we've delved into for clients in quite some detail because we do work with a lot of ladies who've got uh, PCOS, um, and it is something that we've helped people, some people reverse, some people like massively regulate the cycles but i specifically remember one lady who we worked with who went from like 50 to 60 days down to like 30 day cycles so it is something that we've had tons of experience working with people with um but it's not something that we've done much about on the podcast so until now until now so pcos and weight loss everything you need to know and just to kind of add on to what jen's just said there one of the challenges with pcos is it is very individual which is probably why we've stayed a little bit Mm. clearer doing an episode because we don't want to almost patronize i guess like hey everybody listen to this episode we've helped everybody so we have given uh, more of an overview and there's some kind of like more thought-provoking things for you to go and you know like explore and do that will help and will be really beneficial. However, if off the back of this episode, we say this every week, but if off the back of this episode you're like, could actually do with a little bit more um, kind of one-to-one support or help, even just a conversation, um, feel free to drop us a message um, and we will no doubt get back to you. And I think the first thing is like, don't have this belief that just because you've got PCOS that... You can't lose weight. Like I said, every single lady who worked with with PCOS, we've helped them to lose weight. It might take a little bit longer to kind of figure it out, and you'll understand why by the end of this episode why it might take a little bit longer. But it is always possible, and it's just finding the things that work for you within that. Mm-hmm. So, in terms of getting a diagnosis, we're not going to go into like the full nitty gritties of it. But I think that the problem is. It's often just given it as a term, oh, you've got PCOS. That's it. End of the information. The amount of ladies, I'm like, I'm not going to go into it until I've just asked you the question, what do you know about it already? It's always nothing. (laughs) I've just been told that I've got it. So when it comes to the diagnosis, to keep it as simple as we possibly can, you need at least two of these three things. Irregular periods being one, which is probably the one that people typically would notice. Um... Elevated androgens on blood tests, which are male hormones, and then scans showing. 
that you've got polycystic ovaries which can be picked up if you go for scans for other things like we've had clients who've um had that noticed on the scan and then that's where that's come from but i think probably irregular periods is where most people start in the journey with it isn't it it is now when it comes to pcos it's really important for us to discover why does that actually impact weight loss because it's very easy to just be like, oh i've got pcos and therefore weight loss is more challenging and that's true however the reason that that is often the case is because of insulin resistance now you know that we love a little bit of science on this podcast or just in general in life yes. don't we we love knowing the facts um we have amy our mental health and well-being specialist who comes in she's done those of masterminds for us and she always goes into the science of mental health and we love that anything that we can back up with any kind of research or science we think is super important so it just gives you a little bit more information and often it just puts you at ease that actually if there's science behind it it's true i'm mm-hmm. not just feeling this. this is actually true so just give you a little bit of kind of like a backstory on what happens um, and what insulin resistance is, what happens when we eat and all those good things. Um, when we put food into our body, so when we eat it, what happens is our blood sugar goes up. It's elevated. Our body's response to that is increasing insulin. So we produce some insulin. Basically, our body's gone, right, there's some food in our system, there's sugar in our bloodstream. Let's put some insulin in because we need to take that sugar out of our bloodstream and converted into energy we need to use it let's go and use it for energy because well we want to do something we want to move we want to exercise we want to do whatever we want to do however um that's what would usually happen if you have pcos and you have pcos insulin resistance it doesn't quite work that way what happens is you eat something the food goes into your body your blood sugar goes up so so far everything's the same blood sugar's gone up and your body produces insulin can produce insulin you know so far everything's still the same however it's resistance it's resistant to the impact of it so your body's producing insulin, but nothing's changing. Your blood sugar isn't going down. So rather than your body going, right, okay, that sugar's been taken out of my bloodstream. It's now being used for energy. Your body's going, the sugar's going nowhere, still here. But I can't keep it in here, so I need to put it somewhere so it then stores it as fat. So all in all, what that means is that that sugar isn't coming out of your bloodstream. It isn't being used. It's being stored within the body. And if you've ever heard of anything called like basal metabolic rate, BMR, metabolism, this is what it impacts because when that blood sugar isn't being taken out of your body and it's uh, being stored instead, what that actually means is that your basal metabolic rate or the amount of calories that you're burning is reduced. Now you might think, oh, is it like a 10? Is it 50? Is it 100? It can be up to 40%, which is a huge number. If you think if you're somebody that for your height and weight and activity, etc., etc., should be burning, you know, let's say, for example, to make my maths easier, but this could be true and is for many people uh, around 2000 calories a day. 40% of that is 800 calories. So instead of burning 2,000, you're actually burning 1,200. That is massive. That is such a huge change. And that is why losing weight with PCOS can be so incredibly challenging. And also, for a lot of the people that we've worked with, confusing. Because you're like, I'm doing everything. Like I'm, I'm, I'm doing the movement. I'm doing the exercise. I've reduced my calories. Like, you know... I've done this calculation and I'm literally I'm banging my head against the wall because I'm literally not losing weight. I'm gaining weight. Like I'm literally eating 1,600 calories a day. I'm gaining weight. What's going on? And it's simply because those calculations, those that tracking method, wherever it is, all those things aren't taking into account the fact that you ain't burning as many calories as you potentially thought you was. Which is why actually calorie counting can become really irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Realistically, if you've got PCOS, finding out like tracking your weight over a period of time and understanding what is happening for you right now when you're eating at what you're eating so if it's bouncing around a similar number based on what you're eating you know you're at maintenance if it's slowly going up you know you are um 
in a surplus eating more than your body needs and if it's going down you know you're in a deficit so actually taking that information on board over a, a period of time can be more useful for you because the numbers aren't likely to add up when you're looking at a calorie goal in in terms of this so obviously a lot of the pcos side of things is rooted in that sugar that is going into our bodies so it is vital that we kind of take that into account in when we're coming to managing uh, symptoms and making things easier to manage bringing cycle lengths down etc etc and it's not saying that we can't eat foods that are high in sugar but it is worth being mindful um it is worth considering how much sugar we're eating in our diet and then also pulling that through to the quality of food that we're eating so when we look at things like more whole foods there's less sugar content in them um, so we're looking at things like fruits vegetables legumes nuts seeds whole grain versions of carbs because the sugar content's lower in that meats and fish and vegetables essentially what all of us <laughs> are probably working towards anyway when we're looking at our diet and improving the quality of our diet and what I always say to people who come work with us and then get a PCOS diet it, diagnosis is well we're already doing a lot of the stuff that we will be doing to manage it anyway so this is typically some like things that we want to be working on because it helps to regulate our blood sugar levels and when we're regulating our blood sugar levels we've not got big spikes in hunger it's easy to manage our hunger so for all of us this is super relevant information but even more so if you've got PCOS also having a diet that's higher in protein can help because it's going to help boost our metabolism because it takes energy or it takes our body more energy to break that protein down so it's going to give us that little boost it's not going to be tons but take what we can <laughs> it helps protein helps us control our appetite and our hunger and it has a lower impact on our blood sugar levels because we're not getting those big spikes and then the other kind of consideration to be aware of is the going back to what we said before about one of the things that might be prevalent is those elevated levels of um androgens those male hormones is um that that testosterone that's more present in our bodies when you've got PCOS can make it difficult to regulate our appetite. So you've got that to kind of battle against when it's coming into food and really starting to understand and unpick your hunger signals and thinking about um, how much of things that we eat and delving into that a little bit more. And hopefully that just kind of, just from listening to that, uh, well, two things actually. First of all, if you, that big list of foods you like, I couldn't write quick enough to write all those down. Mm. Um, just drop Jenna DM and she'll send it all to you. However, um, hopefully that just gives you a bit of an insight into like, actually, I'm not a million miles away from that. And I was probably, as Jen said, like working towards that. One of the big things Jen does every single week with every single client pretty much is go through their food log and make some small tweaks to things like vegetables and nuts and seeds are just generally making some small tweaks to food quality to improve uh energy so that they can then be fuller for longer they have more energy to take on the day etc etc and as jen said most of the time you're kind of working in that direction anyway it's just if you've got a diagnosis of pcos it's like well actually it's probably become even more important deeper now. why isn't it yeah deeper why 100 so they're all the food related things and one of the big things that we do with a lot of the clients that come to us who do have PCOS is introduce some form of resistance training. Now, I know that big scary word can be like, oh my God, I'm not ready for the gym. It doesn't have to be that immediately. But I'm not going to lie, 
It's really, 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 really beneficial. And if you're someone with PCOS, I would be having this as one of your goals. I would be having one of your goals to be able to overcome the challenges that you currently face in terms of getting to the gym, whether that's time, whether that's energy, whether that's uh, anxious thoughts about the gym, wh whatever it is, whatever's in the way, whatever wall is in between you and the gym, I'd be looking at how you can break that down or get around it or under it or over it or through it or whatever it might be. Because a lot of the challenges that you're currently having right now are going to be solved once you start to introduce some kind of resistance training about two to four times a week. It's going to have a massive impact and it's a really simple reason as to why. And it is because, and I'll just reflect back on what I was saying before, when that glucose isn't taken out of your bloodstream, it's stored as fat. When you exercise, when you do some kind of um, weight-related exercise, so that could be, just to be 100% clear on this, that could be some kind of like body weight squat, you are using your muscles, but it could also be some kind of like dumbbell squats, so you're actually lifting an extra weight. Both of those things are a weighted exercise. The reason I'm saying this is just to be clear that of course one can be done at home, one can be done in the gym. However, for long-term benefits, you are gonna be wanna be utilizing weights to improve the chances of this happening. Um, and the reason I'm waffling on all about this is because what happens is, instead of that glucose being stored as fat, your body draws it out of the bloodstream and puts it into your muscles because it is required for energy. So therefore it gets used, which therefore means um, it doesn't then get stored as fat. So although we're not necessarily exercising to lose body fat, you might actually be exercising to distribute your glucose differently, which is, as a result, then gonna help you to lose body fat. And if you've got PCOS, this is something that you wanna make as a lifestyle change because it's not a case of, right, I'm gonna go to the gym for the next eight weeks, that's gonna solve all my problems. It's how can I go to the gym two, three, four times a week, every week, for as long as I can think into the future. Yeah, and also a nice little bonus if you have got, um more testosterone get stronger quicker yeah you'd be well strong <laughs> well fast like well fast um so i know i said it then and i'll say it again i just hope that that gives you a bit of an insight into the fact that you're probably on your way in terms of you were probably thinking of some of these things anyway hopefully it gives you a bit of an insight into what ha actually happens why it's so challenging the fact that you're not on your own and also that as we find with every client we ever work with with PCOS, that yes, it's a long journey. It isn't overnight, it's not an eight week shred or anything like that, it is a long journey, but it's about making small tweaks and lifestyle changes every single week, which has an absolutely phenomenal impact on you, your health, your body weight, and everything in between. And I can think of two clients literally off the top of my head, one's lost four stone and one's lost three stone, so weight loss is possible. There you go, there yeah. you go. And, and that's, that's one of them's not been with us for a year now. So she's still smashing it. So I think it's just having that belief. Because I think I've seen so many walls put up from people of just like, oh, I've got PCOS, it means I can't lose weight. Mm. It's just knowing that you can. It just takes a while to find the sweet spot. And it is harder. And sometimes that acceptance of it can be really beneficial too. That, yeah, yeah. this is going to be dead our journey, this. Cool, still going to do it anyway. And you, I remember you having one client who her BMI, you got to a point where her BMI was really quite low. And that did require her to move a little bit more mm -hmm. uh, in within her day to help her to bring that BMR up so that she was able to kind of achieve her goals. So it, it is really about understanding you and your body and finding what works for you. Um, and sometimes that little bit of support on the way can help. So if you do want any help with it, even if it's just trying it through, then DMs are always open. Absolutely, because we can't shut them. There's no function on Instagram to shut our DMs. <laughs> I don't think so. I reckon anyway. you could. Well, yeah, delete your Instagram. 
No, I reckon you can turn your DMs off. Turn them off? Yeah. Never tried. Don't want to. Love having chats. Yeah, no. So I said to uh, one of the new ladies that I work with, I was like, don't hesitate to drop me any questions. I love questions. I'm an ex-teacher. Questions are my thing. You do love being asked I, questions, I don't love, you? I love answering a question. Which is great, because we've just got to on the spot. Oh! Lovely little segue. You ready? Yeah. Would you rather mm-hmm. be given £1,000 right now, cold hard cash, mm-hmm. let's say into your bank account, who has cash these days, so a grand just deposited into your account, or you've got 24 hours, unlimited darts, to hit bullseye three times and you get a hundred thousand pounds. I'll some pounds in my bank. <laughs> How mu- I'll rephrase my question. How much money would you require for the dart situation to be true? Would you do it for fa- would you do it for two hundred and fifty thousand pounds? No, because I don't think that I would ever achieve it. You've got twenty four hours. Yeah. Let's say you can let's say you throw three darts. Am I pregnant? Well, I hope so. <laughs> well, I mean like in this scenario. Oh that matter. Because I really struggle to stand up for long periods of time. So. Oh, right. I thought that, I thought you was like, what? I can't stand up for 24 hours right now, so it's a definite solid I've seen a really though. rude question as to why would that match. I was like, how does that impact darts? I don't get it. Do you have like a different like centre of gravity? Does it make you worse? I see what you mean. No, I just can't stand up. Um, you are, but in this scenario, no. Okay. In that, right. So I can stand up for 24 hours. I'd be very tired. Um, You've got 24 hours... There's two hundred and fifty thousand pounds. Yeah, I still don't think I'd be able to do there's it. There's five hundred thousand. There's half a million pounds. I've seen how much you've been practicing darts. I mean, I've not played. The longest I've played for is probably twenty minutes. No, you've been doing it like multiple times a day, every day, and you've got really quite good at it, and you still struggle to hit bullseye. I don't remember ever hitting bullseye, and I must have played the equivalent amount of times of how long I would play within twenty four no, hours. No, nowhere. You not, don't think I played 24 hours of darts? Not back-to-back. That, there's a difference, I think, back-to-back. I think if you... You get better. Oh, definitely, yeah. But you get worse because you just get fed up. No. I've seen it when you get worse, when you get fed up, though. Never. I'm a mentally resilient human being. I never get fed up. I just keep going. Try get annoyed when you're losing, though. Not that I know. And not getting the bullseye when you want one is losing. That's the problem. It's um, my own expectations. I, do you know what? I play my own game and then get annoyed when I lose it. <laughs> I'm like, right, I have to hit bullseye before I can go and make a cup of tea. I spend 20 minutes trying to hit it. I don't hit it. And I go, right, that's it. I'm going to make a cup of tea. <laughs> the other day you did it before you went to the toilet. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to the toilet until I hit bullseye. I realised how dangerous of a game that was. <laughs> 10 minutes in, I was like, hang on a minute. It's getting just dangerous anyway. I told you, I think you need to show up in your darts because there's far too many bouncing back out and either coming near me or Reggie or implanting into the floor right now. Sharpen your darts. Sharpen your darts. They're not bouncing off the dart, but they're bouncing off the metal bit. Right, we'll get better at aiming. <laughs> the sharper darts isn't going to help that. It'll be more dangerous. They'll bounce off and hit you. Um, I think I think I'll just take the grand, please. One million pounds. But why? Hours. Why would I take that, knowing that I'm not going to get it when I could just have a thousand pounds? Unlimited money. Why would? Yeah, but still, I know I'm not going to get you it. You wouldn't give it a go. For, un, for for a million pounds, you wouldn't give it a go. It was unlimited a minute ago. That's wild. All right, unlimited. Well, like, a £1,000 would be lovely right now. Yeah, but so would Unlimited. Yeah, I know, but then you, you get you get that thing that lottery people get where they get, like... Will you stop thinking too deeply about these <laughs> would-you-rather questions? Is that not what the fuck, though? Yeah, 
But not like... To promote discussion. That far into the future that actually might impact my mental well-being <laughs> because I'm potentially going to become too big for my boots and I might become a different person and my family will disown me because they don't like me anymore and then I'll end up on the streets and then what will I do, Phil, eh? Well, I don't want that to happen. I'll take my thousand well, pounds. Well, that's a good I'll job because you darts. There's absolutely <laughs> no chance of it happening. Well, exactly why I said I'd take I the thousand believe. pounds. Right, I need someone to tell me whether I'm being... I didn't even have to do anything for the thousand pounds. That's it next to me. Sounds about that. I'd rather take the million. <laughs> I cannot believe I would take that all day. Because you might be able to do it. You might. I don't have high expectations for myself when it comes to darts, Phil. No. I'm actually not that bad at it, to be honest. It's not like I'm terrible at it. Like, I can aim and I can get it in where I want to sometimes. Like, it's not like I'm always not, like, hitting the board or anything. You hit the board, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, you don't always hit the wall, do you? No. I like I get it in the numbers that I'm aiming for. Yeah. Most of the time around it, like sometimes, like you're like, whoa, what number are you even going for there, Jen? Dartboard, yeah. <laughs> dart stuck inside of my head. <laughs> um, yeah. So I just have a thousand pounds, please. Uh, it's not actually real, so you're not going to get a thousand pounds off me. However, um, I can't believe you've got that option. It's windy. It is. No. Wonder if the podcast is like that. Um. What are we gonna do when? We are in here and it's absolutely pelting it down and we're trying to record a podcast. Um, I've actually thought this through. You get a duvet, put it over your head. Stop it. And it just blocks out the sound. Is that real life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be cozy, that. I know. Like a den? Like a den. Podcast den? Podcast den. So. Just go in podcast den. Catch you in. Podcast time. That's podcast time. <laughs> Just me and you laughing at that. Yeah. Bloods people walking around the street. I don't get it. Why is she taking a thousand pounds? Doesn't make sense. Yeah. Oh right. What did you say last night that like literally got me like cackling you don't so know. I couldn't breathe? I can't say that on my bill. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. No, it's not that bad. I was just saying that when you laugh, you sometimes don't laugh from your mouth. <laughs> no, that wasn't what started it, was it? Was it not? <laughs> no, it was because... Sometimes Jen laughs that much that she pumps. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens. That wasn't the story at all. Was it not? No. Sometimes Jen laughs so you much You said, pumps. imagine, <laughs> no, that if your laugh came out your bum instead of your mouth. That's not what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Jen sometimes laughs so much she pumps. <laughs> <laughs> See? Mm. That wasn't even what I was laughing about. Oh. It was because I didn't follow the plan on something and instead of telling me that I'd done it wrong, you just did everything for me. Yeah. <laughs> Jen did something wrong, so I just did thought I just did it all for her. And you oh. was crying laughing, weren't you? Yeah, it really made me laugh. That, like, you didn't just tell me I'd done it wrong so that I could just... I don't like confrontation, rather than <laughs> do it myself. Oh. So this relationship works, I can't argue, I just do everything. Neither of us do. The other day we had a minor argument. Like I won't even, I, would, I wouldn't even tip it into an argument. It was just a strong bicker. What was it and about? I can't remember. I can't. That's how big of an argument it was. And then we one. both went away into separate rooms because I had a call and we came back and we were both like, no, sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry, please don't leave me. <laughs> please, don't. I've been crying upstairs thinking you was going to leave me. It was probably something like Jen had the last biscuit or something. It was so wrong. Yeah. Anyway, there's an insight into our life. Yeah. Always um, laughs. Oh, you've had a good one. Yeah. Uh, I just have to obviously form an apology, Jen, to talk at the beginning. So sorry for our explicit language. And then you heard a pump. So sorry about that. Um, 
Other than that, have a good one, and we'll see you all next week. Bye.